everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 243 of the show. This is all about what you should do if you're a workaholic. <laughs> you probably need to change your life a little bit. So I think this is really useful, obviously, or else I wouldn't be uploading it. So if you find it to be useful, all I ask you to do is subscribe. That's the most important thing you can do. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this. Number two, please leave a five-star review. I appreciate that. And then share with a friend. I also appreciate that. Plus, when you share, you instantly become more attractive. (laughs) Anyway, if you want me to repost you, just make sure you tag me on Instagram when you tag your friends and give me your biggest takeaway. My Instagram handle is I'm Boss Lee. I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E. If you would like me to coach and train your team, all you need is 30 people or more on a live Zoom. Just email ask, A-S-K, Lee at gmail.com. We will get it set up. You just need 30 or more people. And then last but not least, make sure you're leaving awesome comments on my Instagram posts because I will pin you for clout, top three on every single photo. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Today is the giveaway. 243 US dollars is for TM Briggs. TM Briggs, you have 24 hours to respond and tag this in your Instagram story for 243 US dollars. It is contagious. Five stars. Jesse Lee, your energy is absolutely contagious. I have loved listening to you speak for several years now. You speak motivation and so much truth. Thank you for sharing your valuable knowledge with others. Thank you so much. I love it. I appreciate y'all. Have a beautiful rest of your money Monday. Ciao. Um, this is a topic that I love talking about with leaders because, and that is you, obviously, (laughs) because I think we, uh, I think we tend to be workaholics and I am becoming more and more aware, of course, of how quickly I can get ungrounded. And so I, I had this conversation when I was at Lake Austin Spa with this, you know, I don't really know what she is, some spiritual guide or something. And she's like, you have to get outside. You are, you are not an earth sign, but you are a water sign. And you have like, whatever. She had this whole thing. She's like, go outside, go outside, go outside. And I find myself, obviously, with this awareness around, especially this weekend and the conversation we had at the beginning of this call, where so much of what we're doing can kind of spiral us into what turns into, for some of us, our natural state, which is a workaholic. And so I think we need to focus sometimes on that working smarter and also working from a fulfilled place because I know that for some of us, it seems like um, like working tirelessly is not an option, but it's a requirement sometimes, right? And I will say there are definite phases where I go, Ooh, okay. We have to grind here. But apart from that, and even in that you have to stop and breathe. And I love that for sure. It ends up being an addiction. Um, I am straight up addicted to results. I believe that I think for sure, for sure, for sure. But there are still healthy ways I think to to do this. And I think that it's because of a desire, right? I think we have the desire for everything to go perfectly or the desire to be aware of everything going on in our team or a desire to be constantly innovating or a desire to whatever. Okay. And it ends up, if this is you, if you've been that workaholic at all in your life, it's like this fine line between just enough and a workaholic. And when you least notice it, you end up like you end up living to work. You lose track of time, right? You exceed all of your expectations, but it's still not enough. Has anyone been there before? Like this is so 
easy. Yeah, Luna. So easy for me uh, to, to feel because I know how much the empire is doing. I can see our numbers. I can look at my front line and go, holy hell. Um, I don't know if you all remember this. How many of you are at Epic? I know a lot of you are at Epic. But at Epic on stage, do you remember what I told the whole company? Remember? Because like Rutherford was like, oh, my goals, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, word, bet. Um, so, and, and Brian wants us to compete, by the way, which I think is funny because I'm like, Brian, it'll never work. We build two completely different businesses. But um, I said on stage that by the end of this year, I said, I'm going to have 15 new frontline champs. I don't know if you remember that. If you were at Epic, you heard me say it. Well, I'm at nine, which means I am on track and we got some, we got some babies in the wings, y'all. Like, woo, is it happening? Is it happening? And I, I texted Brian and I let him know. I was like, yeah, we're on track. I'm on track for those, those 15 new, new babies, new frontline champs. He's like, what? You got to text Rutherford. It'll fire him up. It'll make him compete. He's being lazy. I'm like, I don't think he's being lazy, but um, no, I, I want to be nice about it. But the crazy, the reason I say this is because even knowing that, I find myself being like, what do I need to do more? I got to pour. I got to pour, pour, pour. I got to get some more gasoline on this fire. And then I look at stuff like I pulled a report yesterday, kind of accidentally. I was going to do some MVP stuff. And then I said, oh, you know, it's three-year anniversary. Let me see how many recruits I have in Prove It because I'm just curious. Like, that's kind of cool because I can easily get the average and whatever. So I have three more recruits since then, but as of yesterday, I have 745 personal recruits. What? Like, I was like, dang, that's cuckoo. That's crazy. So that's 21 a month on average. That's silly, you know? Like, that's, that's, I mean, see my face? Like, I know that's crazy. Like, in my conscious, normal human mind, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I know. But then in my, what is that? What do they call that? Your monkey brain? That's what they say, right? In my monkey brain, I'm like, what is wrong with me? We are, we are still not legend. We are, ah! I do this like stupid, I must work harder. And I'm saying this to you because I can't be alone in this. There's got to be other people on this call who are like, oh, I feel that. Like I'm making more money than I've ever made. I'm having more success than I've ever had. I'm enjoying life more than ever. And why am I self-sabotaging my peace to do what? To like work my face off for an extra five hours a day, right? And like I said, it's when I least notice it. It's when I lose complete track of time and I I look up and it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm in some like work haze and I'm like, what happened, right? Where I'm, okay, see like Amanda's giggling. So I'm guessing, you're very tan now. Florida is good on you. Okay, you neon sister. All right, but anyway, holy moly, like- I'm just telling you this can, it can lead to actual problems, right? Because I know it might sound very dramatic, but I think we're already in the chat realizing what I'm trying to say. Workaholism is an actual, like, ism, you know? Like, it's an, it's like alcoholism. It's like, I was going to say like tobaccoism, but that's like not a word. But like, it's the same thing as being addicted to anything. You have to take it seriously, And so it might sometimes seem like deceptively positive for your business to be a workaholic, but I will, I am just here to promise you that if we don't balance it properly, it will affect our mental and our physical 
health. And so I want to kind of go through some things that I think will help some of you work smarter um, and maybe um, over and and not overwork so much and not feel like you're enslaved in your life. Because I think that might be what some of us are starting to do is we are just, we're putting the things we said we were going to do to the side. Something that became really powerful that I did on my front line. And I mentioned it last week on zoom. So maybe you've taken this into consideration as well. Like, let me turn off my camera for a second. So you see, where's my, wait, where did I go? Hold on. I went away. What the heck? Can any of you see my little thing? Does you see my photo? I don't see it. So I don't know. Hopefully you see it. Okay. So you see my, yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Good. I didn't, I couldn't see it, but hi, Wookie Lee. But, um, Hey Bryson, could you let Wookie out really fast? Sorry. She needs to pee. Thank you. Like the, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Like take that seriously, especially for those of you who do find yourself being that workaholic and you're just sitting there kind of honestly right now tapping your face. (laughs) (laughs) and being like oh god oh god oh god the yeah sure challenge was basically for eight straight days just do something that you don't usually do just for eight days think of how much thank you think of how much you can change your life in eight days if you do stuff you don't usually think to do like go indoor skydiving by yourself right why not see if you like it go play top golf go drive your audi you know go um go to a racetrack and drive a fast car go yeah go look at llamas you know go do stuff and it's cool to do it like one day but can you do it for 8 days straight and can you actually see what it's like in your life to try totally new things um you know, Andreas is on here, so I'll just use it as an example, but it was a total yeah, sure in Germany when I'm so burnt out, so next level workaholic. I fell asleep with my mouth hanging wide open in exhaustion in the car on the drive to Berlin. I wake up in like a haze and I literally, all I went was spa, like I did one of those things. And I thought spa, like, (laughs) oh, I love you. Um, I thought spa, like, I need a massage, you know? And I think everybody knows the story, but um, German spas are a little different than spas anywhere else in the world. So it was more like naked bonding with Sasha and Andreas and salt scrubbing each other. And (laughs) I was like, this is not what I thought this was going to be. But I'm not going to say no to it because I'm just, I'm so far gone, workaholic, mentally going to have a breakdown. Um, And it's funny because it ended up being one of those things where I was kind of like, I I, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm really enjoying this, uh, this, this spot, like whatever, that might sound crazy, but I really had a great time and I'm like, we can do that again. So we ended up doing, uh, doing the spas twice. So what are the, my point being like, what are the things in your life that are right in your neighborhood that you've never even tried yet? You know, like you drive past it, you see it like, okay. So you're at the beach. Have you rented one of those weird beach tricycles yet you know have you rented like a weird boat sort of thing majig whatever like what are the things even just at the beach that you can say yeah okay I go to the beach but I I never do that I never rent the jet ski I never blah 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 like what are those things you can say yeah sure to so all right so a couple of tips I think that will help you first thing is work towards your goals not necessarily for hours please write that down, (laughs) right? 
We all have goals and what I see a lot of us do, and that was why I gave you the example of the 15 champs. What I see a lot of sometimes is when we're right on track for our goals, sometimes we just keep extending them, not realizing the actual mental sabotage that happens when you do that, right? Like if your goal is what your goal is, then let's hit the goal. Let's not be short of the goal. Let's not whatever. Let's hit the goal, but don't be the person who your goal was six one star and you know you're going to hit it. So you say, screw it, I'm going to do six three star. And then you start going nuts, even though that's not how you planned your schedule. That's not what you told your family. That's not what, and then everything goes nuts. There's a lot of nodding to that. So I'm guessing that that was a very relatable uh, statement for a lot of you. Because if you believe that working around the clock is going to, for some reason, bring better results, I just want to be the one to inform you. It's, that's not true. It's wrong. Um, because the number of hours that you work, it is not in direct correlation of the productivity and, quite frankly, the success, the success of your business. Um, the slowing down to speed up a lot of the time is some of the strongest stuff you can do. And I find it to be so powerful when we do that. Like if you're wondering why you still don't have your topics yet for if you're, if you're going to teach at the mastermind or the playbook or whatever we're calling it, it's because, and I think Jenny could tell this, but when she handed it to me, I was so, my eyes looked like donuts. They were so glazed over. Like she handed it to me and was like, okay, we need this by tonight. And I kind of looked at her like, I'm literally, I, I think I'm closer to dying than doing that. Like it's literally not going to happen. And now it's been two days and I'll get it done probably today. But my entire point being like, couldn't do it. Literally could not extend my brain any further. There was just no physical way. And that's okay, right? Because I know that if I had done that, if I had done that, I would have actually, um, I probably would have done it half-assed. You know what I mean? I would have given topics to the wrong people because I wouldn't have had the mental capacity to pay attention to it. I would have given people longer on their topics than they actually needed and shorter on topics that I know need longer. You know what I mean? And so we need to make sure, I'm going to read this. What you're describing is actual manifestation, not all action to point of burnout. And we still need an element of trust slash deep nurturance of our needs. Okay, I couldn't read that. I couldn't multitask that. I had to actually read it. Um, But anyway, so... You will be more successful if you work towards your goals, not your hours. So dedication is important. Don't get it twisted, especially if you're in a stage of business where you feel like you're just starting out or if you feel like you're in a stage of business where your leadership is just starting out. And so, yes, it's important to have a schedule. And yes, it's important to put things in a calendar, all of that stuff. But it's also important that you just set the clear objectives to know where you're going and which actions are going to lead you to achieve your goals instead of, Adding, 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 which I think is what a lot of us do. Okay. Next thing is defining our priorities. So a very typical mistake of somebody who is a workaholic is wanting to solve every single issue in one day. And then I don't know if you can relate to this, but this is me. When everything on a list isn't achieved, I tend to sometimes get this feeling almost of frustration that like invades me. And then I continue to work and work and work and work tirelessly to try to finish what I've started. 
And then I end up exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted. My brain hurts. My eyeballs hurt. I'm like not nice. I'm not friendly. I'm grouchy. I'm like, what is this mood? Not enough ketones in the world, right? And so I think to avoid that, if we could define our priorities, you will focus your attention on tasks and issues that require immediate solutions, making it easier then, of course, for you to solve them step by step by step by step, okay? Um, And so I think we can all think of things in our business that that relates to, right? Uh, And I, I will tell you, we are in a weird stage of business. We are in a stage of business where we're going to be a catalyst to throw this company into momentum. I know you know that. I know we've been saying that for a while. Um, I, it has never been so much more palpable than it was when I was at corporate office a couple of weeks ago. And I'm just kind of walking around. And I love, I love Brian because he's, he's so, like, I think he's worried that all of a sudden I'm going to be turned into an egomaniac or something and be like, ho, ho, And so we're walking around the office and, you know, Sydney was there with me. So she'll tell you like all of the girls in corporate office are like, oh my God, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for everything your team does. Oh my God, you're so good. Right. And then Brian goes like, oh, well, you know, there's four teams in North America that are really blowing it up. Okay. There's four teams. I'm like, oh, you're keeping me honest. Okay. You know, like it's just, it was kind of funny, but I say that because we, are definitely in a stage where we're in a unique position. I haven't talked about this on a Zoom with you guys in a while, but we're definitely in a unique position in the sense of, I loved what Evan Anderson said when he was at my house. Everything matters in regards to time, but some things are on a, have a time restraint, right? Like date night being moved from Friday to Saturday. You're probably right, Ash. From Friday to Saturday is still a date night, right? But if somebody on your team is about to hit a huge promotion and you're absent, but that is something that would have been a catalyst for success in your business, prioritize. It's not saying you don't prioritize your family if your normal sacred date night is Friday and you say something really big is happening tonight. I love you. We're going to have to do date night tomorrow on Saturday instead of Friday. Okay. Like this is really, really important to, to our team and I have to be there for that. Because we're in a weird stage. Like we're going to be a momentum catalyst. And so we have to understand what is time sensitive. What is time sensitive in your business? And the things that aren't time sensitive, maybe don't prioritize those, right? Sometimes who's caught themselves prioritizing stuff that we know darn well is not time sensitive. But we're like, oh, one more thing. 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 Oh, wait, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Well, come on. When's it end? Um, I think a lot of us are getting better at this, but delegation, uh, very important to productivity. Learn to delegate. Uh, I think I asked you guys to do this last week. Maybe I'm lying to you. Maybe it was just a coaching call. Write down the list of tasks that you don't need to do. Like pay attention to all the stuff you do this week. Every time you're about to do something, say, does Adele need to be on this? Or can somebody else do it for me? Because there's a lot of stuff you can't outsource. Like, like it's interesting to me, like, because I just type in names the whole time we're on here. Like, I don't know why, well, and also I get notifications when some of you go live. Like, why is somebody live right now? Why'd you leave the call? What are you doing? That's strange to me. When I know you could be delegating people to do your follow-up for you so you can give yourself an hour to learn how to be a better leader. That's strange to me. 
right? And it's a little weird. Yeah, I got notified. I went, what? What the heck just happened? I got like all your live notifications on. (laughs) Ah, You're all busted. No, but I'm just like, it's strange to me. Like, where are things that you don't have to do though? You do, like, if you want to become a better leader, then go to leadership training, right? You can't outsource coaching calls. You need to coach your team. You can't outsource a lot of stuff in your business, right? But there's a lot of stuff you can outsource. But sometimes our ego gets in the way or our workaholic tendencies. How many of you are like, it's not ego. It's that I'm addicted to work, right? Like, yes, I think that's me. I think that's been me. So take the time to give stuff away, right? It's okay as long as it gets done. Be that person to get stuff delegated. Make the list of tasks over the next seven days before our next call that allow you to differentiate between what Alicia has to do and what somebody else can do. So you can assign some of them to whoever you consider trustworthy and relevant. Then you can focus on the tasks that actually require your attention. You can focus on the tasks that have to have, as I like to say, your DNA. What needs your DNA? Like you can't outsource being mom. You know what I mean? But some of us are so addicted to work that we're almost trying to do that more than we're trying to outsource packing trials. I mean, honestly, guys, I know you are. I know you are. Like, give away the packing of trials to spend time with your babies. Give away the follow-up that you don't even like to do anyway. You're just addicted to working and feeling productive or feeling busy, okay? And I'm speaking to myself. Don't worry, I'm not, like, judging you doing all that extra stuff when there are people in front of you that they need your time and your energy. That's your partners. That's your children. That's your friends. That's all that stuff. They need that. Okay. Um, and with that, this goes back to something I already said, but assign those time limits to tasks. You know, if you're used to working all day long, this might sound a little silly, but it's very useful. So something, and I haven't done this in a long time, but it used to work for me very, very well when I was first starting out in entrepreneurship nine years ago. I had a little egg timer, like a little kitchen timer. Um, and, I, and now you could just use your cell phone, I guess. But I would set a little egg timer and I would say, okay, like this task gets 15 minutes. This task gets 30 minutes. This task, this task gets an hour, whatever it is. And it allowed me to set a limit according to the importance of each task. So I wasn't wasting a bunch of energy and I was able to manage my time and it ended up being like a sacred little egg timer, right? When that stupid thing went ding, I was done. I was done. And I think some of us need to just be done when something goes ding so we can go about our life the way it's supposed to. Um, and I, this is sort of, I guess, a long line to delegate, but take advantage of resources, You know, there are so many applications and tools and whatever that we can use to make our life easier, whether that is a VA, whether that is, you know, maybe an auto poster that you have. I don't know how, but some people on Instagram even have autoresponders. I'm like, how do you get that? (laughs) You know, I don't really want one of those. That's a little impersonal for me, but like those, like there's real stuff like that. That's, that's out there that are tools for you to use. And I think that a lot of us could, could utilize that. There's all kinds, there's stuff that won't let your, um, 
won't let your emails get sent to you until a certain time of day. If you're somebody who checks emails religiously or messages religiously, it'll dump all of whatever got sent at like five o'clock or whatever time it is that you want it to get sent to you. There's all kinds of little technology hacks, probably some of which you all know better than I do since I'm not that organized of a human. But what are the resources that you have? What are the resources you can use? Um, Something I think is super cool and you might, and this is just kind of a creative example, is I think sometimes we get burned out with our teams because because quite frankly, they just hear from the same people over and over. They just hear from you all the time, right? And sometimes it falls on deaf ears. And it's not that, you know, it's not that, I don't know, Megan George says anything different on on your training. But for some reason, they think that she's like, they've never heard anything that's ever coming out of her mouth, right? And so an example of a good resource for those of you who are these workaholics who do feel like you keep showing up for your teams maybe – and then you sort of kind of have animosity sometimes is just an, just an example off the top of my head is like the champ circuit, you know, like sometimes something like that, when you are annoyed of like, okay, every Tuesday night, here I go, here I go or whatever night it is you do training, right? Sometimes that's the resource you need to just step away so that you can appreciate again what it is that you've built and created. That can even be a resource. So I want you to think about that. What are resources you can use that can improve your work habits? And then the very last tip I have for y'all on this, and this is just something that I think has been a really important part of my season of life I'm in right now, is just take a break. Oh, take a break. And yes, my workaholics will probably think about work the whole time. Okay, I know, because you're addicted to it, and you love it, and you want it hit of a Facebook messenger. I know. Okay. But like, give yourself the break. You deserve it. Right. And, and I'll tell you, I take a break and yeah, I don't think some of you have heard me say this cause I haven't said it in a while on champ zoom. I take a break after every single task. So not like you're thinking maybe, but, um, I won't start another zoom for 10 minutes. So some of you might know, like my coaching calls are scheduled every on every half hour and they're for 20 minutes. My calls for other companies are 20 minutes on the half hour. So I always get a 10 minute break because some of you are running back to 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 back. Oh, I'm late to my next call. Gotta go. And you are burning out so fast. You hardly can breathe. It's like you cannot catch your breath. Okay. If you take a break between everything you do, I'm telling you, your brain will regain energy, okay? You'll be able to go into your next call in a totally different energy, in a different state, with a different level of gratitude, um, and your body, right? It allows me to get up, to walk, to get water, to pet the dogs, to kiss the dogs, to check my phone, to do whatever I need to do. It just gives me 10 minutes just to reset. We need to reset sometimes. And it allows you to kind of give yourself that break from the world, even if it's only 10 minutes, okay? Even if it's a walk around the block, when it was summertime, it's a little cold for me now, but like when it was summertime, I would walk outside, you know? You would catch me probably a lot of the time, you'd see in my stories between calls, I would just sit by the pool for five minutes after I get, yeah, the sun's here now too, still a little cold though, Um, for you know, five minutes at the pool, get my water, then back to another call. And it allowed me to not burn out because I had that little bit of break. 
And so I'm not telling you to not work hard. I'm not telling you to not shoot for crazy goals. I'm not telling you to do any of those things. I'm just telling you, I think we have a crew of workaholics. Um, and I think a lot of that is probably trickle down theory. <laughs> so, uh, my bad, but I think we can course correct a little bit and make sure we are taking some time for ourselves and just for our mental health. I think it'll make us be better leaders. I think when you end up allowing yourself to go into those flow states, really, um, where you do take the time for yourself, that's when the stuff like the multiplier, et cetera, comes easier. I've been saying this a lot online, but I've been saying, stop focusing on sales, focus on leads. And how do you get leads? You get leads by leading with your passions. You get leads by leading with your personality. You get leads by not being that diluted version of yourself. You get leads by being authentic and loudly. Like the one, the 95 to 100% you is how you get leads. And when you do that, then you're flowing. And then when you're flowing, the sales come. But when you're so worried about what other people are thinking or what other people are going to say or whatever, and I got to get the sale, I got to get multiplier, I got to get da, 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 da. That is such a low energetic state that we are shoving people away and we don't even realize it. Does that make sense? Because that workaholic nature, it's just not attractive because most people don't want to work as hard as we do as leaders. But we also have to remember we're looking for those rank twos. We're not looking for the champs. We're looking to develop champs because that's what we do on this team.